Apple is like a ship with a hole in the bottom, leaking water. And my job is to get the ship pointed in the right direction. <laughs> Good morning, arm yourself friend and Arlenko Distribution friend. This is Cameron at Arlenko Distribution. Um, <clears throat> I'm just glad to be here and thankful to everybody who um, tunes in to the Arm Yourself show presented by Arlenko Distribution. Um, this, this isn't going to be a normal episode. I'm just going to be talking a little bit about what we have coming in a couple of weeks. Um, so... This past week, I was on a Facebook group. The, the Facebook group, um, it's a, a Facebook group that it was created by a bunch of people from our industry. And I just have to tell you a quick story about this face, uh, Facebook group before I launch into kind of what we'll be doing the ne- within the next two weeks. So I was up on the Facebook group. And it's kind of a closed group. They, they don't allow everybody into the group, but it's for surveillance installers. And somebody posted this meme. And basically what it is, is it's a, a little kid standing next to a guy. And the guy's got like this pepper spray in his hand. And the little kid is standing there looking up at the, the guy and he's getting sprayed with the pepper spray by the guy. So a little kid getting sprayed with pepper spray by this guy. And above the little kid, there is a caption that says, new guys asking for help. And then the caption over the guy says group members. So basically you have group members spraying little kids in the face with pepper spray. Um, And the new kid's caption is new guys asking for help. So, Just to give you a little context here, when I first came into the industry years ago, this is exactly what I found. I found that there were a lot of people that were very condescending in the industry, and I feel like our industry is probably worse at this than most industries, Um, but people were very condescending, very, very competitive. Um, Everybody that was in the industry they, they didn't really want to provide help to the new guy. They wanted the new guy to find his way. And then when the new guy had a question or if the new guy didn't understand something maybe completely, they made fun of the new guy. And that does not make for a healthy industry. It does not make for a healthy environment in the workplace. And I don't think that I'm preaching to the choir here, but what we're going to be doing is we're going to be putting together a training. Um, It'll be a three-week training, an IP training. And the reason why this has taken a little while to put together is because it's going to be a video podcast presentation so that the Arm Yourself podcast will actually be a video podcast. You can still um, pull down the aggregated podcast using iTunes or whatever. It'll just be a video cast. So you can still listen to the podcast via, it'll be an audio feed and a video feed. But iTunes, for example, does both natively. So if you're on an iOS device, you can listen to the podcast, but you'll also have access to view the presentation that will be shown in the video podcast. Um, And then Spotify and YouTube. So we'll post the YouTube feed to this, and then we'll also 
send it out in an email to our distribution lists and on our social media page. So anyway, we'll be able to get everybody the information for this. So look for the, the next episode will actually be an overview episode for what we'll be talking about. But really quickly, I just wanted to, to tell one story about this. Um, I'm, I'm only four minutes into this and I'm determined to make this as short as possible. But um, years ago, a, a few years ago, I bought a very, very old car. It, not very old, sorry. Uh, by today's standards, it was an old Escalade. I need, I, what I wanted, um, it, and it was hammered and kind of beat up, but what I wanted was that the old Escalade had a 6.2 liter um, engine in it that made for pulling trailers and pulling loads very, very well. And then I would be able to, and and that was the primary reason for going with the Cadillac. I'm sure that there was a probably a Tahoe variant of this or a suburban variant of this, but I wanted something that I could throw the kids in the back and pull a trailer with. Um, and this particular vehicle had a 6.2 liter motor um, that had a lot of torque and a lot of horsepower. So anyhow, I bought this 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 Cadillac es- Escalade on a great deal for very very cheap. Um, and what I found about it, the, the reason why I mentioned that it's a Cadillac Escalade is because it w- it kind of had this strange feel to me. It, it felt like the last great um, iteration of an analog-based featured vehicle. So let me explain this. So so my current car, my, my commuter is a Jeep uh, Cherokee. Um, and it, it's not anything special. It's actually just a, the regular, um, iteration of the, the Trailhawk iteration of the Jeep Cherokee, but the, the vehicle has a computer built into it and the computer controls the climate. And this is standard by the way, on most, um, most Chrysler vehicles, it's got it. Uh, the computer has the, of course the cameras, but it's got Bluetooth connectivity um, the climate, all the climate controls are controlled by, uh, the computer. So even though they might be a, it might be a mechanically based control, it's software driven. Um, the computer controls how the transmission shifts. So the transmission, um, if, if there's a, a problem with how the transmission shifts, it's got a nine speed transmission, all they generally have to do is send out a firmware update and then that'll manage how the transition shifts. When I first bought the vehicle, it shifted very hard, which was common among that nine speed transmission. A software update to the the car's computer actually changed how the transmission was controlled. Very interesting and very, very um, non-analog, if you catch my meaning. But when you go over to the Cadillac, it has a lot of these same features. Oh, GPS, um, navigation. It has this um, a Wi-Fi hotspot spot built into the radio. If, if you just subscribe to their, you know, service, which was very very expensive, I think, to to provide that for the people in the car. But if you were like going to be living in the car, you'd have the ability to um, create a Wi-Fi hotspot on your. Now you can just do that on your your phone. But at the you know, three years ago, that was a massive uh, innovation. But the, um, you know, the the way that the cruise control worked, the the way that you interacted with your phone book, phone contacts book on your phone, all of this stuff 
was very com- is very computer driven. But on the Escalade, what they did was they gave you many many of these features well ahead of their time, but they were done in a very analog way. So the way the the climate is controlled, for example, you know you can manage the climate control through the through the console through the electronics, but it's still a manual. Um, it's a very manual process mechanically. The same with the same applies to um, how the navigation works. The same applies to how the phone interface works and the Bluetooth um, and the stereo. Um, in other words, the car it's not as software driven. It's very analog driven, but you still get a lot of the same features, which to me is a very beautiful thing um, that that they were able to do that. But that was the that was the benefit of going with the Cadillac was that the Cadillac had all of these features built built into it. So the reason I'm diving down this rat hole is because analog cameras versus so when I came into the industry we had multiplexers, uh, VHS cassette swap. I mean we we did a a, a condo complex that had um, you know. 10 VCRs, you know, and, and they had it on the workout rooms and all these other things. They had these tapes and these multiplexers and it swapped through the video and you got maybe three frames per second recording. And it was really, really analog, an analog way to do it. Now, the installation was very beautiful. And in my opinion, <laughs> because I was one of the installers and we we took care to make sure all the millions of cables that came in and all these other things um, were very beautifully done and and the racking and and um, anyhow, I, I think everybody can uh, that lived through this time can understand this. But the migration to digital first began. Uh, when I say digital, I mean digital recording. So cameras had somewhat of di- a digital operation at the time. I think they had. Um, camera chips, but the migration to digital recording kind of changed the game. So you had these digital vid- video recorders. Um, we built them up where I worked, um, and then we installed them. And then that sort of morphed into uh, digital video capture cards by Nuo and some of these other manufacturers. GeoVision, they had one. You uh, Most integrators would build these machines up, but ultimately the manufacturers sort of took that over and then they morphed into these i you know self-contained but the thing that made this all possible and and the thing that sort of made this transition possible was the tra- the transition to ip now there were some elegant and inelegant um, solutions to help make this transition uh, simpler but what ip did was it raised the limits or the ceiling on the technology so that you weren't limited to you know 50 coax lines coming into one room and then the recording technologies and recording capabilities improved dramatically but most importantly via ip access remote access to those recordings and remote access to the to the recorder so there was this massive or major technological change just like from the cadillac s the old cadillac escalade that i've got to my jeep um, the ceiling was much higher. The technolo- technology is more available um, to and it make, makes features more accessible to end users. Um, this did, does the same thing, 
but it also adds a potential layer of confusion and it can be it could be intimidating. Well, the same applies to all the industries, access control. Um, I, I bid an, an IP-based access control system years ago to a school who was looking for this answer um, because the IT departments were, were going to be the ones managing the software platforms. And, and they were sort of disgusted by how access control had not adopted some of the new IP technologies. So anyhow, to make a long story short, some of us in the industry could bid that work, but some of us couldn't. And some of us were still bidding the old style systems, the old style surveillance systems. And, 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 and there were, you know, sort of band-aids to help make bidding those systems easier. But um, the, the same thing with access control, networking fire panels. Some of the manufacturers started integrating IP communications directly onto the, to the boards. They're still woefully behind, in my opinion. Um, but my background, actually, I, I started in the industry, but then I left the industry for several years and I worked as a, a DBA for a company on plat on like Oracle and MySQL and Sybase. I got the certifications in um, the Microsoft certifications like the MCSE and and I tested into some of these things. Um, I, I've got uh, background in programming, some PHP, um, SQL. I, I've done a little front end writing, um, but... So, so when I came back to the industry, I started discovering some of these new technologies making their way into the business. But what we're going to do for this Arm Yourself podcast is we are going to make, we're going to do a training for IP technologies or IP, and we're going to make it simple. We're going to make it easy. We're going to show how easy it is right now. And we're going to talk a little bit about the, the fundamentals of IP We'll simplify IP. So, so we'll actually do an IP training, IP device training. We'll talk about the, the core, um, the fundamental principles or doctrines or tenets behind IP, how it works. And then we'll get into a little bit about how it's in, implemented or integrated into systems. And then we're going to talk about manufacturers specifically and what manufacturers are making IP so easy for you to bid. Because once you understand those three things, um, it's so easy to put together an IP systems bid and it's so easy to support. And then it's even easier to see what manufacturers are developing in this um, arena and what ones aren't, what ones are falling behind. A lot of the dealer direct manufacturers, for example, they're just taking advantage of their, their end users. They're, they're really not incorporating any new modern IP-based systems. And then what they do is they throw you into the fire and then expect you to call tech support and just figure it out, figure it out, figure it out. Well, that might be effective, but man, oh man, if you're budgeting time, it's just not, it's, it's not optimal. So anyhow, I'm not going to belabor that point. That is what we're working on. And you can expect to see um, the first episode um, of that IP-based training, arm yourself, IP-based training. The overview episode will be coming out the 1st of January, so the first of the year, and then we'll try to get an episode up. I think we'll have a weekly episode, and there will be three um, episodes. So 
IP Essentials presented by Arm Arlenko Distribution on the Arm Yourself podcast. If you're subscribed to this show, you'll get notifications for that and you'll see when that goes up and it will be a video-based podcast. Um, look for an email. We'll post about it on social media, but that's coming at the first of the year. We're so thankful to all of our uh, awesome customers. We seriously have the best customers in the industry. We're lucky to be doing what we love to do. Um, we love you guys. Thanks for all the support that you've given us through through this past year. It's been a great year. It's been strange, but it's been great. And we're really looking forward to 2021. So check back with us. And we're thankful for all you guys do and all, all, all you are for our business. You take care and just remember, arm yourself with information. Well, there's always going to be great new things that come out of other companies and you want to be in a position to benefit from those, to have those inventions drive demand 